Hello and welcome to the Save My Mental Health podcast on this wonderful Sunday afternoon slash evening, wherever you find yourself in the world. I hope you had a safe, productive, happy, healthy week leading up to this Sunday. And I hope the same for the week um, coming upon us as well. And I hope that you were able to move through some things over this past week that maybe you felt like you couldn't or felt like were too much and you were able to do it anyways. And maybe aspects of your life that you deemed unacceptable, uh, circumstantially related, and you moved through those things and made it more acceptable to yourself by taking some action steps. And as always, I appreciate your listenership. Um, today I'm going to speak about um, kind of a toss-up between the human experience and um, the concept of anger. And the human experience has been something that is, I don't necessarily think it's talked about in that context, like, you know, asking somebody, how's your human experience going? We ask that question in a lot of different fashions. Um, But I think when I I conceptualize the overall idea of the human experience and what that means, that means physically, mentally, emotionally, how am I doing in those areas? And, you know, health stuff can throw off the mental aspect and the emotional aspect very easily. They're all coordinated. They all either work together or work against one another that then in turn works against you. And from the health perspective, I have experienced some health issues, quote unquote, if you want to say it that way, I I would imagine, I'd imagine they are health issues, I suppose, um, where I've had to, go to the emergency room, which is not fun. And I've been in car accidents. I've had surgeries. I've had, you know, things that I've dealt with on a health scale that I don't want to ever experience again. And that changed the trajectory of my life in a lot of ways. It created uh, space for trauma to exist in my life. It created space for fear of future health issues to exist. It created space for me to have consistent worry if I, if I want to check into that or tune into that, um, radio station that I have in my, in my existence, in my world, um, as much, as much or as often as I want. And those health issues could reoccur, but I I need to control the things that I can. Like I always mention, I advocate for controlling the things that we can and letting go of the things that we can't and accepting the fact that there are things that are outside of our control. Um, and even talking about it makes me a little, makes me a little anxious. Uh, but I try to the best of my ability to control the things that I can. And with respect to my health, I have a lot of control over things that go into my body and ways that I can control or deal with stress or manage stress or manage the different factors of my life that are, that would drive me to have health issues. Um, my time is a huge piece of that. How I manage my time is everything. It is and was mentioned to me that this is the most important asset that we will ever have. How we use it dictates how our life goes and what it looks like and what we're able to do or not able to do. And time time is also something that can work against us big. I was going to say time can work against us big time. Uh, time can work against us and it can seem like it's not our friend. And if it is seeming that way, it's because potentially you're not using it properly or I'm not using it properly. 
And then in, in effect, I am uh, taking that out of myself and I'm taking it out of, and I'm using my circumstances as a springboard to feel negative or to um, give myself an out for not for just simply not managing my time properly and not managing the things that I need to, to manage and control the things that I can and let go of the things that I can't. Um, the things that I can, can control and, and I, I can challenge slash encourage you to write down maybe things you can and can't control. If you haven't done that, I would encourage you to do that this time or this week or in the next few weeks. I don't know. It doesn't really necessarily matter when you do it um, or if you do it at all, for that matter. It's totally up to you. But um, knowing what I can and can't control, the list of things that I can control is a lot bigger than I think. And the list of things that I can control, can't control, I mean, is even bigger. So managing managing my time will always be something that is important to do i will forget about that fact and i will get kind of sucked up into my schedule and like the the commitments that i have to things and i'll get worn out i'll get burnt out which i'm experiencing now recently and getting burnt out and feeling like i just don't have time for anything um but that's simply because i'm allowing my schedule to work me over and i'm not taking control of the things that i can uh, because i am worn out and that can happen burnout can happen fatigue can set in and then I try to take time on the back end for myself and stay up later watch shows at night um, eat foods that maybe aren't good for me which then in turn could lead me to feel fear about health stuff and then I'm not sleeping properly and then I'm, I'm, I'm further allowing my schedule to work me over so whatever I can control I need to work and we need to work really diligently on that time is probably the biggest it is the biggest piece of that so my human experience related to my health, um, <clears throat> if you ever heard the terminology, health is wealth or phrasing health is wealth. Um, I don't know why those little things pop up in my head from time to time, but I think it's applicable here. And if, if I have my health, then I could I could think about the fact that I, I have everything because without my health, no matter what I have, it, it could seem like I have nothing. So health is very important. Whatever I can control in that area, I, I should and I and I will uh, make a commitment to myself to do that. And I would encourage you to do the same. Of course, there are things that are outside of our control, such as diseases and or chronic illnesses and or things that we just that happen to us that we can't control. And then we're left with a very seemingly limited amount of decisions that we can make relative to our situation. And that can be very sad that can be traumatizing that could be defeating that could be that can be mentally destructive emotionally destructive that can that can make you feel like it's 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 over and like i i've i've lost at the game of life and i'm and i have the worst luck in the on the planet i've also seen some of the most uh, courageous people come out of those situations and make impacts on the world that that never would have been realized otherwise so it just depends, again, on how you use your time, how I think about things from a mental perspective and, and what my perception is of a given situation. The human experience is something that I want to enjoy. I don't want it to be endless suffering, which it could be if I chose to look at it that way or if I chose to allow my circumstances to dictate my, my thoughts or my feelings about reality. Or I allowed my schedule to work me over to the point that I felt burnt out and I felt like I had no options. 
and I had no choice but to feel the way that I was feeling because of, you know, if you had my schedule, you'd feel like I do too. Um, and I don't want it to be endless suffering. I don't want to look at things that are happening in the world and, and lump that into my human experience and allow myself to suffer needlessly about things that, that I can't control and things that have happened in my life that I can't go back and fix that have already took place or taken place. Um, yeah, taken is the right word there. Um, things that have already taken place. Um, if I can't go backwards, then there's no sense in me trying to live in something that, that can't be, can't be recaptured. I can only move forward. And the other thing that I wanted to uh, touch on was anger. And I think in terms of the human experience, this is directly related to that and how I view the situations I'm in, uh, how I operate, how I, how I come across, how I speak to people, how I, how I present in social situations. If I'm living with anger and resentments and everything that comes with that, which can be a mixture of pride and ego and deflection and things like um, maybe being ignorant about certain things or having a closed mind or having my spiritual, uh, my spiritual breath cut off, so to speak. And there's a lot to be angry about right now. A lot. Just in my own little world. That, and if I expand that out beyond, beyond my little realm, it can drive that straight through the roof. There's so many things that I could look at to be angry about, to be resentful about, to be all those things. And being angry about things, feeling justified in my anger, feeling justified in having resentments towards certain things, you know, the establishment, different institutions, you know, how people make decisions outside of myself that I can't control. And, you know, really the, the concept of anger and, and those bigger, larger institutions uh, that make decisions on a regular basis that affect our lives on a daily basis. Uh, justifiable as it might be, it can ruin my human experience. And I think there's a difference between being resentful and being angry and wanting to make changes and affect change in, in large ways so that I can change the circumstantially change what's going on in my, in my life and other people's lives in the world, in the country, whatever level I want to impact people on or affect change in. And me being angry about things is not going to make them different. Me, if I want to take action steps towards something, I can. But being angry about it, being resentful about it, being prideful about something, being egotistical about something is not going to do what I want it to do. It's not going to have the intended impact that I want. And when I'm angry about things, when I live that way, when I have that internal environment, um, I'm also closing myself off emotionally for human experience related things. Uh, I'm not I'm not open to spirituality because resentment's pride, ego, um, and <clears throat> anger is going to cut me off from the spiritual breath that I need to exist on a higher plane. Uh, it's really not, it's not in the cards for me to be able to exist that way. It impacts, you know, little conversations that I have with people and, and stuff that has nothing to do with them. And I, I, maybe I come across as, as kind of an asshole sometimes because, because I got other stuff going on internally and I'm kind of churning about those things. And, 
maybe I offhandedly snap at somebody and, and it's, you know, there's nothing to do with them and it's not their fault. And sometimes I need to really reconcile with myself. Like, where is that coming from? And why am I living in anger? It, it took like a few um, different therapy sessions to realize that I was experiencing anger. I did, wouldn't have qualified myself as an angry person. But anger has uh, many different faces. It's, uh, it could be the explosive type. It could be the you know destruction of property type. It could be the road rage type. It could be the very silent compartmentalized type where you wouldn't have otherwise suspected it. And um, people wouldn't know. But then eventually maybe it comes out in different ways. But at some point it always comes out in some fashion. It doesn't stay dormant forever. I can't compartmentalize it forever. I can't hide it forever. And ultimately it takes away from the human experience, the kind of human experience that I want to have. And I have a choice in that. And I have a choice in, in deciding what is controllable in my life and what's not. And, and being able to utilize the choice power that I have to, to make different decisions for myself and to not live in anger, to not live in resentments and pride and ego and cutting off my spiritual breath and not allowing myself to exist on the higher plane that I've worked so hard to get to. And I think anger, I mean, it's really easy to see in society when you go, there's anger towards a lot of what's going on right now. There's anger towards, you know, people just in our little worlds in the, on the freeway. If you go on the freeway, you can see people flipping each other off, cutting each other off. Um, yelling at each other, rolling down their windows, getting out of their cars, doing things that are just uh, seemingly like archaic uh, in ways. And that stuff, while I understand the concept of anger in that and how somebody could get to that point, that doesn't take away from the fact that it is something that's not necessary, that we don't need to get to that point as human beings, as a society. And I, and I think a lot of that's come across in the last couple of years. Um, you know, there was different instances of riots and things and people displaying their emotions. And when there's anger going on, that's also anger is on the surface. It is, it's not the primary thing that I'm experiencing. So below that, if you've ever done any therapeutic work or just to give you this example is there's a there's a worksheet out there that you can find if you wanted to Google it. I think it's called anger iceberg or something. Uh, but anger is on the top of the iceberg. So that's the part that you see maybe, or maybe even you don't see, maybe you're able to compartmentalize it. But, but in, in reference to the actual experience itself, what's actually going on is below that. So we could have fear. We could have worry. We could have, um, shame, guilt. We could have, um, a variety of experiences, anxiety, depression, um, abandonment. Uh, we could have safety and security being affected. Uh, we could have a sense of loss, grief, like whatever it is that we're experiencing that's below that iceberg. Those are the things that we want to concentrate on that are driving me to have an experience that as such as me being angry and um, diminishing my ability to have a human, the kind of human experience that, that you and I both deserve, which is to live comfortably in our skin, to be okay with our surroundings, and to feel like we are worthy. Um, I think everybody deserves to feel that way. And 
I've gotten angry at myself. I mean, some of the anger that we have getting angry at ourselves is one of the primary things that we experience. I get angry at myself because I make some of the same decisions over and over and over again, expecting a, a different result when I know full well that it's not going to happen that way. And I, it's, I think it's most convenient to take things out on ourselves because we're right next to ourselves in our minds. We, it's convenient because no one else necessarily needs to know that we're taking it on ourselves and we have a, a vehicle, a seemingly a vehicle to offloading some of that, but it's, it's offloading in a very like cyclical way where it just comes back to us because we're doing it inside of ourselves. But it seems like if I take things out of myself or if I, that it, it somehow manages that situation because I've already, I've taken it out of myself. I'm taking responsibility for it. But that, and me, to me, in essence, that's not taking responsibility for it. That's just me offloading a bunch of shit on myself and, and having this reoccurring cycle of, um, feeling bad about things that I've done, feeling guilt or shame, having anger towards myself, having resentments towards myself and being too prideful to let go of it or to see where the responsibility of that aspect is and see where my responsibility ends and then be able to let go of it from there. But if I'm just simply taking things out of myself, which is super convenient, easy to do, I think, I think we do it a lot. I know I do it a lot and I get angry at myself for things. And even just like recording these episodes, I've, I've re-recorded this one like five times because I didn't like what I heard the first couple times. Normally this is a one shot deal. I don't read any prompts. I don't have anything to, to go off of. I just, it just all comes from the top of my head. I recorded it last night, didn't like it. And then did it like four more times today. And now we're ending up at this one. Um, and they're also always unedited. Um, cause I try to just have one, one flow and have it be, you know, whatever I'm supposed to say. I think I'm, I believe in the, the concept of the universe or higher powers or, you know, things of that nature. Um, I'm going to go too much further into that, but higher power universe, we'll just go with that. And I think sometimes there's things that I'm supposed to say or things that are supposed to come out that I might not have intended, or I might not have thought about, which is why I try to have it be a, a free flow, if you will. So with all that said, my encouragement or my challenge for you this week would be to maybe assess whether your human experience is what you want it to be or not. And if it's not, what can you do to make changes to make it different? What are the areas that are suffering or that are making you feel like you have to suffer or that you are suffering and maybe unknowingly you don't have to be? Where are those areas for you? Where do they exist in your life? What changes can you make? if any can be made at all. There are certain circumstances where maybe they can't be, but I could change my perspective on something so that I can at least have it be a little bit more bearable. Even if I can't change the, the grand scope of everything, there's something somewhere in there, a change that can be made where I can do something for myself that's different than what I've, what, what I've been doing. And by and large, I think a human, from a human experience perspective, we lose a lot of what we could be experiencing because we feel like we don't have an option, which I'm going to assert is not true in a lot of cases, maybe some, but a lot is not the case. So my encouragement would be just to figure out those areas for yourself, what that looks like, how are you going to have a better human experience you because you deserve it or maybe you don't believe that you do and if that's the case that's worth exploring too and i also want to challenge you if you're experiencing anger if you feel like you're angry when you get in the car if you feel like you're angry when you 
go to the supermarket and we feel like you're angry when you're just, or you're just being generally snappy at people. Why is that happening? Why are you doing that? If it were me, and it is me, because I do experience this, I want to figure out where, where is that coming from? Maybe make a little worksheet for yourself and make a little iceberg and put anger on the top part. Draw a big line through the middle of the paper and write everything you're experiencing below that. If I had to guess, there's probably like 20 to 30 different things that are underneath there that you're experiencing that are driving that topical experience. So those are my encouragements for the week. This is going to be the conclusion of the episode. I hope you have a safe, productive, happy, sane week coming up. I hope that you're able to move through things that you think you can't. And for this time, I hope that your human experience can be altered in some way in a positive fashion. Thank you again for your listenership and for your time.